naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. everybody to Iggy Garcia Live. <clears throat> of course, I am Iggy Garcia. Uh, there are other Iggy Garcias, but uh, right now, I'll be your Iggy Garcia. All right, I just want to say hi to everybody and welcome everybody to the show. Um, this is episode 22 of our um, exploration of a self. Uh, today, we're going to be covering, um, you know, our mind about who we are, okay, where it all starts. But before we do that, uh, I'd like to just get into burning a little bit of sage, just to kind of clear the space. All right. Some of you guys have sage and just to do a little cleansing on myself, you know, let the energies come in. Sage is really good for this. So I would recommend that if you have sage dick. Or some kind of ceremony to do this, to put a little cleansing on your body and just let yourself, you know, feel the energy. You know, I'm going to share with you a, a smudging prayer, okay? Before we go into our show, uh, we take the smoke into our eyes so we can see all the beautiful things in the universe. We take the smoke into our mouth, okay, like this again, we take the smoke into our mouth so we can speak all the beautiful things inside of our heart, our spirit, and our soul. We take the smoke into our ears so we can hear all the beautiful things in the universe, from somebody else, just to be connected. And then finally, we take the smoke, put it through all our body, take the smoke into our spirit, into our soul, and to be one with all the beautiful things in the universe. And that's kind of what we do. That's kind of what we do. So take a moment to just kind of reflect a little bit about your week and how it was. And um, I know we're going into the weekend. I mean, these are just days that were created by man so i mean depending on your situation or your wealth or however you are there are uh, people who every day is a weekend for them so i encourage you to you know just relax tonight 
just let things happen. Let things develop organically. I'm messing around with stuff over here if you're wondering what I'm doing. Because I want to be able to see if you have any questions. Because I'm going to give readings in a little bit as well. Okay. So, we're back. Just take a moment to gather your thoughts. Because I know a lot of you have gone through a lot of stuff here lately. And a lot of you have, have um, you know, encountered uh, situations that, you know, it tests your patience. It tests who you are as a human being. It tests your spirit. It tests your soul. And, um, you know, that can be really challenging for people to um, go through things like that. I go through things like that. But the one thing about it is how we come out of it. Do we come out of it? Do we stay in it? And we stay in that energy. And um, I think that's important. That's vital. How we move from that. Because that will also determine how we are. And, I mean, we have moments of weaknesses where we just we just... We can't cope, and we, and we have a hard time. Um, death of a family member, you know, a tragedy, that affects us. And I get that. But sometimes there are things that shouldn't really affect us, but we allow it to affect us. Someone else's attitude towards us and how they uh, perceive us and how they trigger us. Those are the kind of things that I'm talking about. Those are the things that I'm, I'm, I want to stress today. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that we can change our attitude very quickly and very fast. So that's why I picked the topic today, um, your mind. The mind is one of those things that <clears throat> is so powerful. I mean, it's, it's amazing what our mind can do. I mean, just look around any, you can flip a magazine, you can, you can read a book, you can read, uh, you can watch a movie, you can turn on your TV. Anything that you physically can touch is, you know, it's created by somebody. It's it's somebody's magic, somebody's mind, somebody's mind at work. Okay, so we have positive ways of developing, positive ways to create and to bring things to light. <clears throat> but the same way, at the same token, we also have the other side of it, the shadow side of us. That creates the anger, that creates the hate, the frustration. But, you know, as I was taught, there we have people who... When we move into certain, in certain light, when we move into light, there are other ones who are moving into darkness, because that's the duality of life. That's that is the rhythm that we are in. It's like when the sun comes up, it cycles through, and then the night comes. It's just some of those things. Those are just things that automatically happen in the world. There's those are just universal laws that happen. That's a that's a universal event that happens and occurs in our particular existence. So, you know, I encourage you to try to look at that in that, in that kind of way, because what happens is, <clears throat> universally, we are affected by certain laws. We have the, the law of vibration, where we vibrate our energy into a certain frequency in order for it to match up with the things that we kind of want to obtain or find. <clears throat> and a lot of people, you know, they talk about the law of attraction, and they talk about <clears throat> that they don't, excuse me, <clears throat> clear my throat there let me take a little glitter of water here be thankful for the water thank you agua clear my throat there i do apologize for <clears throat> coughing like that but you know you have to vibrate you have to resonate in a certain frequency because that's how you attract things into your life that's how you find a situation you're in situations that's how when you're happy you know when you're in a good vibrational mode of happiness you attract people who are kind of similar to that. 
from sometimes from moment to moment you will attract somebody who's not in that vibration they just kind of stumble into it it's kind of like flipping and scanning through the channels on your radio you know when you have in your car automatically it just goes and if sometimes it just stops on a, on a on a station and then you know what that's not the station you like i mean how many times have you, if you push the button and you're trying to find your particular station and then all of a sudden you end up finding something else completely completely out of alignment with you but it doesn't mean that you have to stay in that. You can just continue pushing the button till you find the alignment. That's kind of the easiest way to, for me to explain the law of attraction because you also have to have the law of vibration. You can't vibrate in the frequency. Then you can't attract what you want. So how does it all start? Well, it all starts with our processing, how we process, how we think, how we mentally process the things that we hold in our head. Because here's the thing. A lot of us and all of us, including myself, are programmed. We're all programmed. We've all been programmed. And for some of us, we stay in this program. We stay in this old program that <clears throat> is our parents, our grandparents, our, our significant other, our brothers and sisters, everybody who influences you. You'd be surprised if you sat down and you actually wrote what people thought of you and what you think they think of you. You'd be really surprised because you know what? It might be complete opposite and you might be on target too. We're pretty good judge of character of ourselves. We hide the world. We hide ourselves from the world. We're very good at that. We're very good at hiding our shadow sides from every everything. See, because we, we, we try to expand. We try to be nice. We try to be perfect. But the thing is, there is perfection in the imperfection. You know, we, we think that things have to be a certain way. Well, you know, sure, I get that. But, you know, the imperfection is also perfect. But there's aspects of it that we just don't align ourselves with. So, you know, I encourage you just to have an open mind and think about what I'm talking about today because you are a powerful being. You are a powerful creating being. All every, every single person who's on this live stream, everybody who will listen to the show, anybody who's on this planet is manifesting. So you have <clears throat> millions, billions of people manifesting their own creations exactly at the same time that you are. And, you know, and they're intersecting through, you know, through waves that you can't even see so imagine 7.5 billion people going and thinking and processing and doing and using up resources on this planet using up air they you, you don't use it they recycle it back out and push it back out like my friend gary herring says you know last week you were breathing the breath of a, an asian woman in another country you know in an asian country he says a lot it makes me laugh but it's true even the waters that we use is recycled back into Mother Earth. She takes it, recycles it, cleans it, you know, and it runs through her aquifers and the stores there. It runs through the bedrock and all kinds of things. So, you know, water doesn't really disappear. It just goes somewhere else. It aligns its energy someplace else. It goes to a place where, you know, and water goes anywhere. Water can, you know, break rock down. So that's the discipline of, of water. Water can take any shape or form. So as human beings, we, we have to learn to kind of be like water. So sometimes when people <clears throat> are angry at us, they're not really angry at us per se. They're angry at things they associate, why they are angry. Because some people get upset when somebody does something, and then we call that triggering. They trigger us. Oh my God, they trigger me. Oh, that person. You know, for example, Donald Trump's a good trigger for a lot of people. Why? Because his energy and his vibration is completely out of alignment with a lot of people's belief systems. They don't they don't relate to a person like him because you know what? He he's he's a whole different being. Now is he a good being, bad being? I'm not here to judge Donald Trump. 
I'm just trying to here to give you an example that you will find people like this all throughout your life. And, you know, when you look around and you see all the people that you hang out with, there's some similarities to why they are. Now, some from time to time, you get one that sneaks in that's, that isn't like you. But that's good because that's also to give you the contrast. You can actually study and see why this person's your life or why they're, you know, vice versa. But when you look around and when you look at things, you actually start to see that everybody, everybody in your life, the friends that you keep, you know, that's a good indicator of kind of where you're at and what you're thinking, what you're processing. Is it always accurate? No, it's not always accurate, but most of the time it is. So in our mind, we manifest, we create, and we attract. So the people that we attract in our lives are similar to us. They have issues like us. They, they, they have uh, similar, you know, fears. They have similar, you know, wants. They have similar, you know, desires. But they don't seem to move forward or backwards, whatever. Every, in every case, it's different. But when you start to psychoanalyze, I guess, when you start to break down and you start to see who your friends are, you start to understand a little bit about who you are or maybe what you think you are. Because even they are looking at you. So it's interesting. Look at the friends you have. Today, look at, you know, think about who you hang out with. Does that person, is in alignment with you? Are you in alignment with them? Do you like each other because you like the same things? Do you like them because they like you? Do you just like them because they're cool? Do you like them because there's something about them that's just different than yourself? But then when you start to break things down, you start to understand that people have similar hurts. And, you know, sometimes we're attracted to the things that are positive, but we're also attracted to the things that are negative about ourselves and that person. And then you associate those things. And then you become this little core group of, well, I've been hurt, or I'm a victim, or I am this. But sometimes we don't think about that sometimes. But sometimes we, we get ourselves into situations with certain people because, you know, of the other side of it, <clears throat> because we're all part of this uh, support group or whatever, vice versa, or we're part of this club, or we're part of this uh, organization. So we became friends because we were part of this organization. So we all vibrate and we all attract in these frequencies. So I, I invite you to look at that. Now, the same thing can happen, okay, when you start to read certain materials, certain documents, certain books. Um, just when you start to, what, what do you read? Ask yourself, what kind of material do you read? What kind of things do you align yourself with when you're opening up a book? Uh, reading a newspaper or a magazine, does the person that you associate with do the same thing? Is there a similar thing about that? Because I want you to look at what's in your life, what's going on and what's happening and why you seem to be having these same patterns. And, you know, by reading certain materials, it also affects your mind. It goes in there. So understand when you're around these people, they influence you as much as you influence them. So when you're influencing one another in the bantering back and forth and agreements, disagreements and agreeing and not agreeing, you know, we give ourselves away and we don't even, and it's subconscious. We don't even think about it. Sometimes we're going, oh my God, what, what's going on? Because even with your best friends, you can have frustra frustration in moments where you guys just don't get along. That happens. That's normal. But it's important to know what you're reading, what you're putting into the filing cabinets of your mind, because there are space in there. And there's tons of space, gigabytes out of gigabytes out of gigabytes, terabytes out of terabytes out of terabytes. 
Okay, they they still have not been filled. People talk about that we only use 10% of our brain. It's because we have a lot of room to add things to. But we don't think like that. We don't we don't process like that. We don't think that we can add more. Sure we can. It's never too late. You're never too old to learn something. I hear people with limiting beliefs all the time. Well, you know, the brain starts to deteriorate and break down, you know, as you get older. You know, that's a limiting belief. That's that's science. That's, you know, that's medicine talking. That's somebody placing in a seed in your mind to think that you can't get well. You know, to be honest with you, you probably know people who never get sick. You probably know people who never have really some serious problems. And so you ask yourself, why don't they get sick? It's because, you know, they think healthy thoughts. They're in the healthy frame of mind. I am healthy. I am healed. You know, instead of saying I'm healing, I know I'm healed. I'm, I'm, I'm successful. I'm not being successful because we're not going to be there. We want to already be there. So, you know, you have friends like that. I know you do because I have friends like that who just never seem, nothing seems to really bother them. But, you know, it's a process. It's, it's, a, it's a, a system that they've had to learn over a period of time. And sometimes we do it uh, systematically and sometimes we do it involuntary. We just do it because, you know, we have this image and, and we have this, you know, upbringing and this filing of, of uh, ideals and stuff that belong to somebody else. And then we have to go, do we want to own that? Do we want that to be part of our life? Do we need that in our lives? Because if I own that, then do I become them? For some people, it's important. It's important to be like their parents and be like their family and represent their family and to be loyal and to be in a place where, you know, they think they have to be like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there is a moment where you wake up and you go, well, wow, I've been so loyal and I've been such a good person. And I'm, I just dupe myself when we give ourselves away. There's nothing wrong with giving parts of yourself away because you can't give yourself away completely. You give away parts and aspects of yourself. And I'm not saying you have to be so defensive and so closed off, you know, that it affects you. Now, I'm going to move into the other category. So we covered, you know, number one, the associations you have with friends and family. And then number two was, you know, the books and the magazines and all the things, all the materials that you read. Now, the other one is going to be is MP3s, DVDs. I'm going to categorize, categorize them together. The music you listen to, um, the movies you watch, you know, the TV that you turn on, because a lot of us still turn TV on. I mean, you're watching me on this. This is pretty much TV. It's called live stream on Facebook. But anyhow, what are you watching? What, do, what are you taking in? What are you ingesting into your spirit, into your soul, into your heart, into your core? What do you ingest? What are you taking in? I'm not saying that TV is bad. I'm not saying that you can't have entertainment. You can have a good time. But you have to understand these things do someplace in the back of your mind resides in there. It gets recorded. It gets put in there. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, video games and different things like that. That it does. And I hear people say, oh, it doesn't affect me, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. It doesn't affect you. Good. You're, you're the minority of many things. Okay. But it, things do affect us. If we watch a tragic seen on a news on a news screen when there's something coming through the news and you see an accident or whatever or uh, or some type of hurricane or some type of tragedy it affects you you can't tell me it doesn't affect you, you can't tell me that tears may not come down your eyes when you see that thousands or a hundred thousands of people have died in a certain part of the country 
or you see a little boy, you know, washed up on shore, you know, like we had those images that were, you know, broadcasted on our TV stations. You can't tell me that that doesn't affect some part of you, someplace in the filing cabinets of your mind. But if it doesn't affect you, you still recorded it. You still looked at it and you projected it and you put it in there. Now, how do you get it out? Well, we have to replace it with things that without that aren't similar, they're different. But for a lot of people, that's very difficult to do. We hold that in and then we draw it back out when we need it. And that's what we do. But there's spaces in our minds to let go. Now, people, books, association, okay? Those are pretty pretty simple stuff. So what I'm trying to say is, Today, our mind, the mind that you have, that you carry, the brain that you carry around in the secret that's in there that you carry around, you know, remember your brain has never seen light, has never felt anything, has never felt air, has never, never had any connection with the outside world because it's been inside this encapsulated, you know, skull, the head of our, our body. So everything that we've learned, everything that we process, you have to follow me here. Everything we process is through sensory. Everything's sensory. The sensory of our eyes, the sensory of our, our smell, our touch of our fingers. Everything your brain has to process, interpret, break it down, and try to figure out what that is. So is anything that we've ever been taught real? You know, you ask yourself, when's the last time you took a, a breath? That's one of my little, you know, you know, things that I sprinkle on there. You know, ask yourself right now, when's the last time you took a breath since we've been on the air? You probably didn't think about it. Could you imagine if you had to think about every little aspect of your body that you had to take care of? Making the blood flow through your body, replicating cells, you know, breaking down di food in the digestive tract, you know, making sure that your heart's pumping regularly in the right pace and right beat you know fighting off infections oh my god the list goes on and on and that's just the body that's just inside i'm not talking about anything on the outside so you know our job is is pretty amazing to be human to be the temple to be spiritual to be searching so inside of our mind we create everything we create i'm creating this vision of what maybe i look like I don't know if I look like that, but somehow I've interpreted and I broke down and I understand what nose is and I understand what eyes is, what mouth is, what, you know, facial hair looks like. And I associate it with somebody else and I look at somebody else and this is what they look like. And so my brain that's never seen the day of light has to do all this processing. Now, when I look in front of me, I, I never see myself. I only see my hands, you know, I only see my arms moving. And the only time I can see myself is if I'm looking in the in a mirror or on this video cast. But when you look at it, and if you do this, and you have to follow me, okay, this is my right hand. So to you, it may be my left hand. This is my left hand, okay, because I know because I'm shaking it. But to you, when you start to process and look at it, is my right hand. Because... That's just the way our brain works. Sometimes we don't realize the things that we're looking at. And so this is what I'm inviting you to, to explore. That sometimes things don't look like they're supposed to. We perceive things very, you know, very orthodox. We come from a place of, you know, we think we're very conservative and we're really precise in what we're doing. But no, 
it's not how it usually is. So when we interact with other human beings, when we interact with people, we have to we have to speak the language of communication, the language of how we communicate. Because our mind is constantly working and processing. You know, how many times have you been in a meeting? Oh, I wonder what how this meeting is going to go. I wonder how this is going to happen. I wonder if they're going to, you know, we, we do all these things. And so how do we relax? How do we get into that place where we just accept that people are people and they're the way they are? For a lot of us, it's difficult. For others, it's really easy. Well, how we do it is just understand that, you know, there is no right or wrong. I mean, I'm here to tell you that well, the way you're processing is right or wrong. It just is. You will process how you process because you have built your foundation inside of your head, inside of your mind, of what the world looks like. I can't tell you what the world looks like. I can only suggest things to you about maybe looking at it differently, and so do others. But in the end, you have to make that decision. If the world Is this world right for you? Is this what it looks like? Is this what I want? Is this exactly what I'm looking at? So we, we create everything. Everything that you have in your life, you've created. Everything. Even the good things and the bad things. You may not agree with me and you may disagree with me, but you have created everything. Every aspect, good and bad. Just think about it. If you forgot to pay your, your electric bill and it gets cut off, well, you created that scenario, right? And if you play the lottery and you win, well, you played, you created that scenario. Is it luck? No, there is no such thing as luck. In my book, there's no luck. You make your luck. If you want to, if you want luck, you create it. You make it. You obtain it. You go search for it. And things don't just fall in your hands. It may seem like they're falling in your hands, like, oh, wow, I got lucky. It's a word we throw around pretty well. But you know what? It's because we're ready and we're prepared to receive or not receive certain things. That's what happens in, you know, in this in this world. Our mind creates. Now, I know that you've had these situations because I'm going to create this story right now. And I want to say hi to everybody. Hi, Tani. How are you? Now, what I want to say is I want you to think, okay? And now think about this. If we create our true world and the things that happen to us, we also can destroy it. And but we can also rebuild it. But we are afraid sometimes as humans to, you know, create certain things. And we're comfortable. We're creatures of habit. So we stay in, in our comfort zones. And our comfort zones are sometimes the things that don't let us grow. Okay, we stay in a small town because you know what? It's easy, it's it's nice, and you know, some there's always something that keeps us attached to something. But for some people, which I know a lot of people, there are people who know how to let go and it's done, they're over with, and they start over and it's easy. I can't say that I'm one of those people. I have, you know, a lot of attachments to things, people, emotions, feelings. So, but that's my that's my journey. That's what how I live. That's what's going on in my life. So when you're processing in this beautiful mind of yours, okay, you know, your world may not be like you think it is. You may be perceiving it as is. So you think that you're having a lot of difficulties. Well, maybe you are in the reality of the things because of the way you've created and manifested because of the vibrations that you've been accustomed to. Now, most people don't want to hurt themselves or hurt others but we're the biggest culprit of hurting ourselves and feeling that we're not worthy enough, you know, that we're not worthy of love and we're not worthy of this or that. But you know what? 
it, we are. We are worthy of that. We're worthy of a lot of things. We're, we're worthy of abundance. We're worthy of, you know, success. But for a lot of us, we don't believe it because we've been told that we don't deserve it. A lot of us have been raised a certain way. You know, you're fortunate if you have had a family or anyone who encourages you to do things, but that's still not a guarantee. You know, in our mind, we 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 create scenarios and stories. We're the biggest storytelling creatures in the world. That you know, we can we can talk ourselves out of anything if we have to. That we can also talk ourselves into things that just create magic. You know, we can do amazing stuff. So it starts in here. It it begins in there. I don't, you know, and then it translates down into your body, into your heart, and then you start to believe it. You know, as 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 adults, when we those of us who have children, we have a very precious gift that's on loan to us, and those are called children usually, and those children are on loan to us. They're not ours. They are gifts from spirit, so we can raise them. Because if they were ours, they would have never left. They would never move on. They would never go on. They are an aspect of us. They are a footprint of us, a reminder that we were here. That's what our children are. And for those of you who have adopted children, it also works in the same fashion. And for those of you who've never had children, you've touched lives as well. You know, just because you didn't have them doesn't mean that you didn't touch the world. So 7.5 billion people thinking at the same time. Some of them are sleeping. But anyhow, some of them are dreaming. But here's what I wanted to get my point was. Have you ever watched TV and you're sitting there and you're going, oh my God, that was my idea. Oh, I created that. I, I thought about that. No, that was my idea. Someone stole my idea. Well, here's how the universe works. Okay. The universe says yes to everything. Okay. Am I going to smoke today? Yes. Am I going to go to bed today? Yes. Am I going to have a bad day? Yes. The universe is unconditional. It loves you unconditionally. You know, and it, and it provides. So when you plant seeds into the universe, you're going to say, well, I have this grand idea and I'm going to put it out. Some of us are creators of ideas. Some of us can create the ideas. And then what happens is, I don't know how exactly that goes, but it shoots off into the universe and expands. And then what happens is it starts to move around up there or through us, in us. And then you know what? Then there's another person sitting on a couch going, and then they hit the idea and they take it to the next step. They actually initiate it. Some of us are the gardeners that, oops, sorry. Some of us are the gardeners that plant and, you know, prepare the ground and pop the seeds. Then there are other people who come in and actually water it and maintain it. And then as soon as it starts to grow, you know, they go away and another group comes in and they make sure that the garden's weeded, make sure that the, the weeds aren't growing and, you know, and things aren't eating the, the plants. And, you know, and then from that point, there's another group of people who actually harvest the crops, who move it out and they, they share it with the world. But everybody had purpose. Everybody had, everybody had a job. Every, everybody involved had a higher purpose in this, in this design. So when you're sitting on the couch or when you're on the radio, whatever, and you see something that you set, you create in your mind, is you did. You did. You and about a billion other people probably too, but you did. And it probably takes that many people just to go through, but that's what we are. We're creating beings. We create. We are, that's the magic about being human being, that we are creators, that we know, and we know how to manifest. 
Now, the law of attraction, a lot of people are frustrated with it because they don't know how to vibrate with it. You have to vibrate. I talked that about that earlier in the show. You have to learn how to vibrate into the frequency of the things that you need and want. Now, the universe knows exactly what you need and what you want. Because you know what? Your mind is still processing. Your mind still works. When you're not thinking, your subconscious mind is still working. And there's aspects of you that when there's still that science can't prove this, but there's aspects of us that's still thinking and don't want. You may want the brand new car, but another part of you is going, I don't know how I'm going to do it. How am I going to do that? How am I going to get this red car? Well, that's another aspect of you. Another part of you, another wounded part of you, or another insecure part of you that says, I don't really truly want this. So you have this conflict. You have this, this meeting of minds. And then one of them is going to overtake the other. So that's what happens to a lot of people. They can't process out of this, I'm not worthy. I don't know. I'm going to do it. You know, a lot of you have been there. I've been there. And then there's another part. You go, oh, I would like a red car, blah, blah, blah. And then there's another part of you going, oh, that takes work. I might have to actually do some work. You know, so you got to really, 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 really understand that how you're vibrating. Ask yourself, what's my vibration? What am I attracting? So hopefully that helps you a little bit because understanding the law of vibration is the next step to take you to the law of attraction. You can't attract unless you're vibrating. And you can't attract things in your life if you're not in the, in the in flow with it. And that flow is, let's say, let's say you are a person, you know, maybe we'll use me as an example. I'm a chubby little guy, okay? And I want to attract a, a mate into my life who's very beautiful and attractive. Well, I would have to do certain things that would, you know, help me to get to that point of attraction. I would have to vibrate in, in different ways. Either I have to vibrate into the physical aspect, a spiritual aspect, you know, or just kind of have whatever, maybe a good personality. To override the other aspects but we are vibrating and that that's no guarantee so what i'm saying is our beliefs start here our beliefs all in our mind and it translates through our body into our heart into our spirit into our soul because everything here begins here it does i mean there's just nothing you can do about it you could have all the great intentions and all the the magical thinking but if in your mind you're not clear and if you're not thinking properly, if you're not clearing, you're not meditating, you're not in the spaces, you know, it makes it difficult. So today, think about why you don't have the things you have in your life. Why maybe you don't are not attracting the things that you would wish you were. Think about it because it's not hard to figure it out. Be honest with yourself. What are you doing in there? What are you doing inside the head. What is happening in your mind? What is processing in there? And, you know, for everybody, it's different. It's different. For some people, it's very easy to vibrate and attract. For others, it's very difficult because, you know, it takes work and it takes effort and it takes reprogramming parts and pieces of yourself that have been, you know, corrupted. We are like a supercomputer. We are very intelligent. We are the fastest computer in the world in the universe probably i'm not maybe i'm being a little arrogant with that statement but you know we are pretty you know pretty sophisticated up here our mind can travel faster than the speed of light you know one thought you know done you know we could we create universes with our mind we've created universes we've created you know think about the movies we create think about the books that people write you know take back to the stories you know what what are we creating 
What are you manifesting? So, you know, I just encourage you, you know, reanalyze. We'll backtrack a little bit. Reanalyze what your associations are. What kind of people you hang out with? What kind of books, magazine, comics? I don't know. What are you reading? You know, what are you listening to? What are you watching on TV? Those four aspects are very important because we all do that. We all have friends. Most of us do. I have one friend. I'm just joking. But most of us have friends. Okay? Most of us read or are reading something. Most of us are listening to some type of MP3, music, uh, spoken word, or whatever. Most of us are watching some kind of TV, something, or some type of positive affirmation, or some type of negative. But we're all doing those four aspects at some level, some more heavier than others. So go out. That's your assignment, I guess, to kind of figure out where you're at and what what what's that mean to you. If you're okay with it, you're okay with it. I'm not here to tell you you need to do something or I'm just suggesting to kind of look at what's going on in your life because I know a lot of you are curious. Now, I hope you like that that we talked about. For those of you who missed the show in the beginning, you know, you just kind of play back the, you know, the, the live feed and it'll play. I'll have this uploaded and recorded onto YouTube later and on Spreaker as well and uh, then on my Facebook page. But um, now we're going to go to the readings, okay? I'm going to take you guys into the readings. We're going to use the the Oracle animal cards that I like to use a lot. So if those of you, if there's anyone out there who has uh, wants a reading, let me know. Raise your hand. Throw me a smiley face. Give me an answer. Um... Give me one second to shuffle this. All right, let me see. I don't see anybody popping on the screen there right away. But so I'm going to give everybody just a general card. Okay. Okay. All right. I picked the hummingbird. Okay, if you can see that. It's all backwards perception, remember? I was talking about perception earlier. Okay, the hummingbird is about joy and lightening up. Those of you who know the hummingbird, you know, it's very fast, very quick, very small. And um, has to use, expend a lot of energy. So, you know, why waste time being angry and upset when you have a lot of work to do and when you have places to be and things to do, nectar to collect, you know, and survive. And when it's time to rest, you know, you rest. The hummingbird is uh, goes into a canatonic state at night. It actually kind of like slows itself completely down for those of you who weren't aware of that so the hummingbird is just your reminder to lighten up to find the joy and the bliss in your life and to hum and watch the birds okay all right so if anybody wants a card reading let me know let me know just pop in the screen there and um i can pick one for you i have Dealing my deck here. All right, let's see. I'm pick another card until somebody decides. And if you want a card reading, let me pick from one to ten. Numbers one to ten. Okay, next card reading is the hawk. All right, the hawk says focus, choose your priorities, and eliminate all distractions. 
So for those of you who know, the hawk is a messenger, messenger of spirit, messenger for man. Actually, the hawks was used to, you know, actually message and also to attack and to protect. So that's what the hawk does. So it talks about using and choosing your priorities and eliminate distraction. If you know anything about birds of prey, they are very, 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 very focused. You know, their purpose is to survive. They need to live. They expend a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, resources just trying to feed and make sure they maintain their body weight. So a hawk will focus, will sit on that pole or sit on that power line, you know, for a long period of time before, you know, it attacks. So it's kind of like you. You have to kind of focus and align yourself. And, you know, distractions will come. But how these distractions and how you navigate through them is important. All right. So those are the two card readings for tonight, and I want to thank everybody for joining me. Uh, this doesn't seem like anybody's going to be asking for a card reading, but um, you can contact me at iggygarcia.com, all right? You can find all my information there, or on Facebook, or send me a message, and uh, I'd be glad to help you out and, and do some card readings, some tarot readings, or, you know, whatever you need, intuitive readings. And um, like I said, just do your best. It all starts in the mind. We all start here. And uh, with that, I want to say have a good evening. Be well. Talk to you guys soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. More episodes to come. And um, good luck in um, in this month. It's almost over. We're going to be cruising into the spring pretty soon. You know, March is right around the corner. So be well, my friends. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, get some rest. And with that, I want to say ho'oponopono. Much love. Okay. Irisikwi. Aho. And good night. Bye.